It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen, podcast edition, episode number 14. What is the most painful tattoo or piercing? Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, and Death Before Decaf. It's a show where tattoo artists and body piercers and those in the Body art industry sit down and answer one question to the point where they beat it to death. So let's join the conversation now between Jack, Wesley, and Davo. What is the most painful tattoo or piercing? Or what is your most painful tattoo? My most painful. Ours. I think in general. general. Well, we could probably cover both. Yeah. Um, uh, Mine... um, the one I would never want to redo. Probably either the back of my calf. Both of my calves were fucking torturous. And they were done by two different people. So just the calf, back of the calf side, even the shin bone, no big deal compared to the back. Or probably right here on my ribs, kind mm-hmm. of stomach side rib area, was just tooth and nail the whole time pretty much for me um what, what do you i'm pretty say? under tattooed for most artists but so far i think my most painful is really good my sternum that really, really most of my chest was okay i didn't mind you know the meaty area even getting close to the nipple wasn't that bad but you get down that center mm-hmm. at the bottom of it where your ribs kind of come together there mm-hmm. that i just could not sink my back through the massage table uh. any lower i could not get away from that needle right. and it it was the worst. Hmm. And, yeah. Me, um, two places. Lower kidneys. Mm-hmm. Lower back on your, over the kidneys. Or actually, the kidneys are up here. That lower back area below the More love cage. handle area. Yeah, right there. Yeah, right in the yeah, ditch. But uh, the collarbone wasn't too much fun. I didn't find the sternum that bad, but I didn't yeah. go down that far. I had my, my ditch done before I had my sternum, and I thought that was easier than my sternum. My hand wasn't a fun one either. I did not like my hand around the outside edge yeah, of it. But that's definitely worse around the outside. Yeah. Like when you get over kind of the karate chop yep. side. Yep. Yeah, it gets puckering. Butthole just fucking sucks the yep. chair up into it. <laughs> the artist who was working on this one was really trying hard to do a good saturation job. So he's taking his time. And man, it was hard for me to look at him as my friend while he was doing that. I was like, <laughs> just get it done, guy. I don't even care if it looks good anymore. Right. I just want it to be done. And that, yeah. So that, yeah, and it's not, so fuck me. <laughs> um, and that's kind of answers the second part. There is, you know, everybody kind of has their own tolerance, their own mm-hmm. comfortable spots and their uncomfortable spots. And, you know, it, it comes down to, like, some people are really ticklish, some people aren't. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, to me, that's a lot of reason why the ribs hurt so bad. Well, a lot of people are ticklish on the ribs. It means there's a lot of nerve endings. It's very mm-hmm. sensitive there. So, you know, of course, it's going to be more sensitive. It's going to hurt more. It's going to be more exquisite there. Outer forearms, you know, stuff like that, you know, even outer biceps, shoulders, they're just kind of, they're always getting sense, you know, they're always touching stuff, they're just always, so I think in a way your body might might kind of tone that down because it's just expecting that kind of stuff. But when you get into those little delicate areas that aren't used to really a whole lot of contact, and they, those areas tend to, like your butt, your butt hat is, is usually pretty fucking awful, I don't have my ass done, but it's crazy the reaction you get. Um, versus even like a back or an upper thigh when you get mm-hmm. onto their ass. It's yeah. fucking painful. So um, 
some people are sensitive in some places that other people aren't. So you could you could ask you know ten different people what was the worst spot, and you're probably going to come up with damn near ten different answers. Mm -hmm. Partially because only you know some people have only tattoos in certain spots. Other mm -hmm. people might have from head to toe done, um, so they know all the ins and outs. So they might have a spot that you would never even think to get done. So mm, general rule. Outer arms and stuff, other than up in your armpit and your inner arm, usually falls around a five in the ten scale. Mm -hmm. You know, because I ask people from time to time, you know, when you get into those more tender spots, it creeps up to six or seven, maybe even eight, depending on what you're doing. Um, and then your back can range anywhere from damn near zero to ten. Yep. Yeah. Because it's just such a big area. You've got all these nooks and crannies in yep. different areas. And, and nerves are doing all sorts of weird things. Yeah. Real heavy up and down your spine. Generally, sometimes across the lower back, but not, mm -hmm. or heavier, but... Well, and that's the um, thing, too. not everybody, everybody's different. Yeah, your nerves aren't laid out in a perfect grid pattern all mm -hmm. over your body. It's like a... it's They're like branches of a tree. Yep. So, just like branches of a tree, you pull out of the ground, it's not... They're not perfectly uniform around. There's clusters, no. and there's, you know, there's kind of spots where it uh, didn't really grow a whole lot there. Your nerves are exactly the same, so, you know, from one square inch to the next can be a big, big difference. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you could do a big area somewhere, and it'd be... You know, relatively, uh, relatively pain-free or at least mm -hmm. tolerable. So, it's a hard question. That and it varies from artist to artist. Uh, and a lot of those have like one by one person, one by another person. So, like the experience can change vastly by the experience of the person that's doing Very it. Very true. The, the, the tattoo, and also by their methods. Because Absolutely. some methods hurt a little bit more than other methods, mm -hmm. just basically because of the style of the tattoo. If it's bigger, bold. If it's really light and very black and gray and Absolutely. very detailed, it's yeah. going to feel differently. Or if you're doing things like uh, just with a shader, that's yeah. If a if a tattoo requires a lot of really heavy saturation, there's different ways to get heavy saturation. There's ways that, in my opinion, are less um, painful or cause less trauma. And they work for me well, so I try to use those whenever I can because less trauma for the client. They're going to like me even more, and hopefully they're going to come back and I get to tattoo them again. Um, some, some artists, um, they have a technique that works for them, um, and in their mind, uh, maybe that's a quicker and better way to get it done. And even though it causes a little more discomfort to them, they get better results in the long run. Mm -hmm. So, hey, buddy, you came yeah. to me to get my best work. That's how I do it, so you just suck it up. Yep. And, and and it does make a big difference. Like, I'll tattoo a portrait on someone, which is very, a lot of times, very light. A lot of times they have some heavy saturation. But overall, you're not doing that lining work, which a lot of times is like, whoa, mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Um, first off, because you're just kind of starting to get used to it. And second of off, it's all that ouch pointed, dust in this tiny little thing, rather than, you know, it kind of spread out yep. into a brush. Um, so doing a portrait is uh, way more comfortable a lot of times than, you know, doing a heavy saturated color piece where, you know, you might be going over the same saturated area five, six times putting in different little tones and stuff. Mm -hmm. So very, very, very true on that. Not only the person hammering it in you, <laughs> but the style of what you're getting and stuff can, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all... You know, eat eat a good meal, get a good sleep, don't come in fucking hungover. You know, hopefully you're in a good mood. That makes a big difference, you know, and hopefully you can relax. If, if watching a movie on your iPad or your phone, putting on some headphones helps you fucking chill, do that. Bring along a supportive friend. Yeah, bring along a friend that you can just chit-chat with. Time will fly right by. Yep. Depending on what kind of mood I am, I'll talk too much or I won't talk at all. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, um, pretty much just the, the pain is so momentary compared to the life of the tattoo that yeah. the longer you're going to have it that 
you know, suck it up. Oh, Dave, are you getting a call on your on your, on your phone. camera? It's, it's camera. <laughs> <laughs> Friends are the worst. Oh, it's not a friend. I can guarantee you it's our record show that you have not updated your Google listings. And that somehow shut the camera off, too. So Talking Google, they're like the new Nazis. They really... Okay, the first thing I'm doing is turning the volume all the way. Oh, I forgot it does that. I say that to my penis sometimes. Um, no, we just took multiple. I haven't been late all year, so I'm just saying. I get late every night. I'm a little pent up. It's attached to me. In the notes. Yeah. Jack needs no. Okay, let's try this again. We'll just start with the commercial, maybe? Yeah, I like it. All right. And, in case you didn't know already, this is brought to you in part by Death Before Decaf. Mm. It's what you need. It's good. It's good. And this week we're, we're drinking The Dude, the which, dude. which has a black Russian, or is a white Russian? White Russian. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, the, really, the only difference is the Kahlua. What do we call the, the color? And there is Kahlua. I think that was part of the... Uh, the the process for making the flavors. That's the main flavor with it. Is that kind of Kahlua? Yeah. Kahlua you know, based on that movie that everybody calls the dude movie, which yeah, we can't mention. I don't know. It's not really the dude movie. It's it's the Big Lebowski. Exactly. Whether I don't know. Which uh, which made me fall in love with bowling again. Oh man. Yeah, it's weird how you know you like a lot of the movies I love are about bowling and golf. <laughs> I do. I've done yeah. golf, but I'm not. I could take them or leave them. You know, yeah. no offense to bowlers and golfers. I, I watch both on TV, but I don't go out and do it really. And I love the movies about the shit. Yeah. And somehow it's entertaining. I don't yeah. get it. Even uh, what the dodgeball? That was fun. Yeah. Dodgeball. I haven't played dodgeball in a long time. They don't even do it in really grade schools anymore. Well, that you can get hurt. Yeah. They, uh, I know, I know. You know, you don't want kids getting you might hurt. Be disappointed. You don't want kids to know they can feel pain. Really. Uh, then they go through their lives, you know, scared. Yeah. That they're going to feel pain again. So you gotta gotta protect them, keep them out of harm's way, make sure they're never upset or really told no. Okay. Because uh, that can hurt them internally, yeah. and then again, then they'll know they can be hurt internally. Then what? They're gonna curl up in a ball and be scared of everything. Yeah. Gotta protect these little kids. Things. You learn by failure. That's, that's true. That's one get out there and fuck up. That's the best teacher out there. That, and if you're the smartest person in the room, you're really in the wrong room. Um, okay, uh, I guess I'll give my two cents on this. Yeah. My, I can decide it was $20. Um, Whoa. When it comes to piercings, uh, usually I'd say the most painful piercing I personally have gotten is by far my nipples. They hurt like bloody murder. Mm. Um, second was probably the Prince Albert. Everything else is just a momentary minute pain. Mm-hmm. Cartilage was not very comfortable and tends to be grumpier longer than anything else. Um, just because it's such a uh, like a slower growing it's tissue. It's just yeah. slower. It's not as much blood flow, and it's yeah. on that. It's people don't crunchy. really con- people don't really consider it how much contact that part of your ear has with telephones, bedding, pillows, hats, glasses, hats, glasses <laughs> sleeping, yeah. Um, somebody smacking you upside the head. Right. It's just, it's one of those. For some of us, that's daily. Yeah, yeah one right. of those, it's one of those piercings right. that gets knocked around a lot. But a lot of it comes down, you were talking about the ticklish thing, is is I've had clients where we're doing something very simple, and I 
I start, you know, I swab me off the area, and they'll start giggling, and I know I'm in for work because mm-hmm. some people are just sensitive in certain areas. Yeah. Um, generally, with tattooing, when people ask me, I always say, you know, my standard reply has always been, the more muscular the area is, between the further away it is from the joint, and the more sunlight that area would normally get, probably is going to be less painful than the areas that do. Hmm. If that makes sense, then yeah. there's areas like I, the top, like the ankle, that was not great, but it was quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. So you're talking about tattoos? Yeah, tattoo wise, okay. piercing wise. Um, that fair kind of thought because an ankle probably. tattoo would probably hurt pretty fucking bad. Yeah, it, uh, it doesn't feel great. No, uh, like the Achilles. What do they call right. that when you go through behind the Achilles? Is there a name for that? Oh, the Achilles piercing. That yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does that. I've seen. I've a, seen it. A few and pictures, and I ran it. In, okay, quick little side That's, track. Yeah, that makes me. Makes if me you want to include it or not, yeah, it, it's it's scarring. This is like it, it reminds me of the days like back with BangedUp.com where bangedup.com if you don't remember <laughs> it was kind of at the, the new dawn of internet where people were just kind of seeing what you could get away with so it was this site that included everything from like hardcore sex pics to like brutal murder pics yeah. and it was all together in one and yeah. all you did was click next and it was either like a beautiful pair of tits or it was like someone getting their head sawn off for real mm-hmm. and so yeah this this was about like that so That's anyway where I first saw two girls in a cup Right. So if that gives you any idea, don't Google <laughs> don't, that. Don't, don't. And if you do, it's not our fault. So people don't do that anymore for their friends. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I was in I was in Chicago way early back in earlier back in my career, probably early nineties, mid early nineties, and I go into this little shop, it's a really cool kind of eclectic shop, and a guy did piercing out of it, and I'm flipping through this really cool leather bound portfolio and stuff. And he's got some pretty outrageous things in there, you know, yeah. different stuff and really big gauged things. And and I flip the page and no shit, I'm lying up and dying if they could still say that. No? <laughs> anyway, there was a guy and behind his Achilles, yeah. that little dead space, it's done. Um, it was pierced and gauged to at least... Oh, God. Oh, that was the worst yeah. part. It was gauged to probably a half... Panel in there. Yeah, it's about a half. Maybe. To three quarter inch. I've seen enough, two or three of those. One of them in England. Uh, enough and, to where this guy, because he was a long-term client of this man, he would hang from them. Yeah. Like ah. a bat. Do suspensions. Yeah. He would hang from these hooks through right. the back. See what I mean about the banged up? You can't unsee that shit? <laughs> and see, the, and the thing that most people don't understand is there's a level of whether or not that completely heals or not. And it was, yeah, and there and, was no jewelry in it, and it looked angry. Yeah, and 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 yeah, it, it, it messes. It's going to eventually mess with how you can walk because you're putting pressure on on part of your body that you're not supposed to. And that is and that is a tendon connected to a bone via tissue, mm-hmm. and there's nothing that says that tissue has to be connected to that bone. No, because yeah. tissue gets ripped from bone all the fucking time. In fact, that was one of the <laughs> what most people don't understand about medieval torture is that most of it was designed to impair the person. Right. So that they could not work again. That's why they did things with the fingers and the hands in the joints. Yeah. And once yeah, that useless. Achilles heel, you know, now they could probably maybe repair it. Back then, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Even if you could, you're still gonna walk like. Mm-hmm. But see, that opens a whole other ethical nightmare right. of of because I mean, what in, in twenty years that guy comes back a cripple and is like, hey, yeah. man, you did this to me. And actually, there's somebody that's been charged with grievous bodily harm, GBH. I can't remember his real name, but he goes by Dr. Evil. 
for um, splitting a person's tongue, completely removing somebody's ear and a nipple. He got charged with uh, not with practicing medicine without a license, really? but grievous bodily harm. He's going to go to prison. It just happened like a couple weeks ago. So the person decided that they didn't like that and they sued him? No. What happened was he, um, he's he been doing these. Um, he's also um, he's done implants. He's been around for a long time. Uh, he studied under uh, Sean at HTC. So he yeah, has that background. I used to do business with him. I, I'm wearing yeah. HTC jewelry now. Actually. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um because they last forever. That's so awesome stuff. Um, and I guess it all just sits in a room now because that doesn't interest him anymore. Like right. the tarps over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a whole machine. Please start out. making jewelry again, no, Sean. Shit. I love ah, your jewelry. It's beautiful. Um, oh, and I finally realized you were fucking with me when that guy was in there shaking his head and it sounded like he had nuts loose in his head. He was rattling his tongue ring on his teeth. <laughs> but I was fucked up for a while. He's like, yeah, I got a plate in my head, but a couple of the screws came loose and it's under the plate, which makes no sense. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, when he, does it, he rattles his fucking tongue. And I'm like... I mean, I was I was I was working in a shop, but like my first shop, so I was twenty two or something, you know. I was fucked up, dude. But after I figured that out, oh, I fucked up a lot of people with that shit. So, so anyway, so and maybe we should explain. There are uh, there are extreme elements of body modification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, most practitioners, you can't walk into an average shop and have somebody that actually knows how to do it. And if they immediately, if it's a street shop where like they do piercings for twenty five bucks and tattoos start at forty dollars, they definitely do not know what they're mm. talking about. There's only a handful of people in the United States that I would trust to do any form of implant under the skin, etc. Mm-hmm. Probably the most common thing that came out of it was the dermal implants, and I don't do that, and that's a whole other issue. Yeah, it's- there is probably Surgery. this handful of people have done things like implant coral and uh, silicone and metal under the skin. That's where you get these horns and the guy that had the mohawk Socks. that was on every single cover, every single tattoo magazine oh, I yeah. think, in the 90s. Yeah. Um, basically what happened is he posted it to social media, this guy that had his ear removed, and the prosecutor went after him. It wasn't a complaint. It wasn't anything else. And what they and this has been going through the court system for a while now in England. And it got to the last court of appeal or court of appeal or whatever it's called. I'm not that familiar with the English judicial system. Yeah, the old Bailey, whatever the yeah. um, basically got to that point, and he was he was uh, trying to get the charge removed by saying that because the person consented to it, yeah. that it was a consented I mean, act. And they decided that, it, no, because you've gone beyond your capabilities and your training, you're not a legal medical professional, you don't have medical training, so you shouldn't have done that. And it also, in that in the statement, they also mentioned about hmm. the possibility of the, the mental health issues that this person may have, and how you're not a psychiatrist... And that kind so of now we digs, have to be a psychiatrist. That kind of digs into that whole amputee thing and yeah, yeah, everything yeah. else and nullification. Well, and that's like a whole can of worms that I don't particularly want to open. That's a fucking, that's a prosecutor that is just looking for a fight, you know. That's just, oh, I disagree with that, so yeah. I'm going to go after the guy legally. I don't think that's cool. I mean, if, if for some reason the guy who got his ear cut off and his tongue chopped and whatever the hell... Um, if for some reason he wanted to go after the guy, I could I could understand that more yeah. than just some guy who has nothing to do with it. Who had, there's two men over here doing what they choose to do, 
and now he's got to get involved and make a big stink about it. And, and as I, I've always said, I don't have a problem with people doing that as long as they are knowledgeable about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. The person that's actually doing it is is knowledgeable about what it's going to entail and mm. consents to it. But it also the person yeah. that's doing it needs to have that skill level, mm-hmm. like like Steve. He has yeah. his family has a background in medical equipment. That's where all of that comes from. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and the problem is, is once it gets out into the public domain, there's like a level of responsibility that when you share these pictures mm-hmm. and items, of whether or not you are accountable for the guy in. Boondocks USA that decides that he's going to take out a butcher's knife and sharp and carve off somebody's ear, and that's what they're trying to protect the public from. Well, they're trying to protect the uh, the public from themselves, yeah. which is pretty stupid because natural selection is real <laughs> and it needs to be more for fully implemented in our society. So um, we need to stop protecting people that choose to want to die. If they want to jump off a bridge with you know yeah. dental floss around their cock, let them. Yeah. Removes mooring labels and uh, maybe bring back a little bit of bullying. I know it sounds harsh, but man, this you know just uh, because we are in that kind of limbo between uh, you know you're all thinking it. Yeah, Any one of you. Don't lie. We're kind of in that limbo because we're not technically medical professionals. Yeah, yeah, but we we're regulated. Do, we are regulated, and we uphold. Well, you guys are regulated. Piercing isn't in the state right, of Iowa, right? But we uphold a level of ethics and et cetera yeah. of what we won't and won't do, well do and won't do. Right. And it's, it's kind of this weird balancing area that we're kind of in this limbo between being a medical or kind of a. It's like yeah. for the same reason. If you have an infection, I can't technically True, tell yeah. you not to go see a doctor. I, I yeah. should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should say things like, "Here's a, here's an idea. If this doesn't clear up in a day or two, go see your doctor." Right. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah. On that note, I think it's just important to shout out. There's a. I'm sure there is an episode we've already covered. If not, we will. But about um, making sure you do your research on checking your artists because there are oh, yeah. some artists that aren't really up to code on some of these things or ethics or whatever, and there mm-hmm. are artists that who take it above and beyond and really want to know everything there is to know about being clean and and having. A good, almost medical procedure of their tattoo that they, mm-hmm. they keep it very professional. So it's kind of on you to do a little bit of research and check those check your eyes to make sure that they are somebody who knows yeah. what they're doing. And by um, law, everyone is required in Iowa to, certain standard. to you know be trained in uh, cross contamination and things yep. like that. But that doesn't mean they're always implemented. And no. uh, you know, longevity in the business is a good thing to look for. If yep. they've been around for a while, that probably means that. They've been doing they're doing a pretty a good job, and uh, you know, uh, they're kind of a proven deal. So, yep. um, and but it's just my use your head. Yep. Of visiting other shops, being around the industry right. is usually when those things start slipping. The cross contamination prevention and the sterilization mm-hmm. is when the money starts drying up. Mm-hmm. It's the second or third thing in the budget that goes. Right. It's going to go at. It's going to go before the lights are turned off, mm-hmm. and it's going to go before. The water's turned off. Right. So if you walk into a shop and it's really, really slow, and it seems like it's always slow, there might be some considerations. You and you can hear an Xbox in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can hear Call of Duty. Right, but anyway. <laughs> because um, we are, we're kind of balancing between trying to have a budget, but at the same time, we don't have the budget of a, a medical clinic. Because right. we're not getting paid five if times we want what that, we're, we're going to have to charge you what... 
the hospital charges exactly. your insurance company, <laughs> and then I wouldn't be driving uh, what I'm driving. Yeah. Anyway. So. so we went down a rabbit hole there. Sorry. Yeah, about yeah. You but know, I, I think it's a very informative episode. This is like the choose weeks. your own adventure. This is the only books I could get through because it took you like 15 minutes. Our episodes are getting more exciting. So if you yeah, know that, go back <laughs> to watch the old ones. Oh yeah, you'll you'll think this is gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as sad as that might be, give us a subscription. You'll watch these. They're getting better. Oh yeah. Yeah. So speaking of so we we've done that one. So yeah, now we're we and then the most painful. Because that's um, another thing they brought up. They brought up that it, was, it wasn't done under any form of anesthetic or anesthesia and blah, blah, blah. I think and, someone wants to chop off their body parts, fucking let them. Yeah. I mean, people have been chopping off their, you know, knuckle in their fingers and I think, but I, I binding think themselves. There and, should be, I mean, there should be a waiting period. If somebody came in to me, if I was yeah. doing those procedures and they came in, I'd be like, come back to me in a month. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. you yeah, you yeah. implementing your own waiting period on your own uh, services is completely understandable. I, w- I would hate to see any kind of been, legislative... There's been bad experiences in my life where oh, I'm sure. like, I just want to remove that part of my anatomy right now. <laughs> yeah. But that passed pretty quickly. Right. right. But you got, you know, there's that impulse I thought, level of... I thought about that lady that bleached her own fucking eyeballs out. Yeah. Yeah, like she had her eyeballs removed because she just wanted to be blind. That... Okay. Yeah. I mean, but hey, go for it. I don't care. You know, it's one less person that's going to get in the, my fucking way when I'm driving. <laughs> that's one way of looking at it. You know, fucking half glass full, man. <laughs> okay. So I think we've beaten that one. Today. Yeah. Well. Um. If you enjoyed this, which you probably did. with Kane and with Road Rage. <laughs> Aren't they one and the same? Yeah. And oh, that's boy. another thing is going through going through the process of getting tattooed or pierced sometimes helps with that road rage. It helps oh, with yeah. that build up pent up aggression. Oh, yep. definitely. It makes Doesn't you matter. realize really other things aren't that bad. Yeah, and, and it makes you question yourself because you're sitting there going, "I chose this. <laughs> I chose <laughs> to do this to myself. Well, I yell yeah. myself when I tattoo myself for the same reason. Why would I do this? Do this? Am I a masochist? Why do I think I deserve this? <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. And then you get done, look at it, and go, "Oh my God, it's so cool!" It's beautiful. Right? And you're like, uh, when can I? Get <laughs> That's in? why I was going through when can all I get that. In again? Doesn't yeah. mean I'm some kind of weirdo. No. Well, eh, maybe depending on what the. Yeah. That might not mean you're not a weirdo, but that doesn't mean you're not a weirdo. Just because that doesn't mean you're a weirdo. Yeah, you not necessarily. <sighs> so if you like this, subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up, and uh, we do post these every other Sunday. So we'll see you in the next episode. Until then, be good, be nice, and we hope to see you for your piercing and tattooing needs. Don't pick at your tattoos if it's kind of scabby. That's that's a bad deal. Don't do that. Sorry. (laughs) Needs in the future, and stop poking it. Yeah, don't fuck with it. Stop Stop poking it. it. Just, are you fucking with it? Well, a little, don't. So I always think about that Simpsons. There's like a Simpsons episode. (laughs) Yeah, where where he gets tattooed. Where he gets tattooed, and they're in the backseat. Stop it. Stop touching like, me. Stop he's touching like, me. He goes, Ouch, quit it. Ouch, quit it. Ouch, quit it. Ouch, quit it. Just over and over and over again. And he gets stopped. It's supposed to say mother, but uh, somebody stops him and it just ends up saying moth. <laughs> oh, classic sentence. Anyways. Okay. See you next time. You have been listening to Q&A in the Kitchen, recorded live at the Skin Kitchen Tattoo located in Des Moines, Iowa. 
Uh, those on the panel were Debo from the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, Jack Lowe from Skin Kitchen Tattoo, and Wesley Dickerson from the Skin Kitchen. If you'd like to see further episodes, please stay tuned. We'll be posting more in the future, and do subscribe. If you would like to watch the video version of this, go over to our YouTube channel. We post these every other Sundays. You can subscribe there and not miss one episode. So until next time, have a good day and happy piercing and tattooing. And if you're in the Des Moines area, we all hope to see you for your tattooing and piercing needs in the future.